0: My presentation, uh, uh, my topic of discussion uh, is criminalization criminalization of uh, urban poverty. Uh, I will not uh, waste uh, time, I'll go straight to my uh, presentation. So I will start by uh, giving a a brief background uh, with a scholarly citation from Richardson, uh, 1989, who knows that uh, urban areas are places of high efficiency for specialized and essential economic activities and primary for the to the national economy. So uh, this uh, in, in a nutshell, uh, urban areas are hubs of uh, economic activities uh, and they drive uh, the national fiscals and also uh, the backbone of uh, our national economies because in urban areas, the uh, Those are the places where everything, economic, uh, social, and political uh, activities are are centered in. Those are uh, headquarters of every aspect of uh, our activity, be it economic, be it social, or even uh, uh, political level. So these cities are also important global hubs of finance, manufacturing, trade, and administration. They are also uh, locations for services that require high population thresholds and larger markets to operate efficiently. Uh, this is because the cities are centers of innovation, diffusion, of, and facilitate what's called modernization. These are uh, epicenters of modernization and globalization, that is, uh, which means uh, that the increase, that uh, that, that, which means in this sector, there's, a, uh, there's been, uh, especially in the context of Zimbabwe in Masjong, there's been a drastic increase uh, in the rate of uh, unemployment because of a uh, booming population uh, pe- uh people now uh are migrating from rural to urban areas in a bid to find greener pastures or to seek new opportunities uh so the increase of population e- e- is available, but uh, the industrial base and a source of uh, formal employment has been diminishing or shrinking over the past few years due to our economic and political situation in the country. So this is a total reverse, which can only be explained by an economic meltdown and uh, a political uh, uh declination of uh, uh in the nation you know the political situation caused uh, goes, uh hand in club with the economic uh, meltdown so the closure of companies has been directly related to the increase of informality uh i'll move on to the next uh, slide uh, this slide uh, uh, uh attempts to uh define what urban poverty is really what what really urban poverty is so uh, this paper focuses on even poor, but uh, um, in simple terms it refers to the even poor. <clears throat> loosely defined, these are formerly employed and unemployed people uh, who are lowly paid, the domestic workers, the factory workers, women, foreign migrant workers, squatters, and vagrants, and many others in the informal sector of the including vendors and workers, and even uh, commercial sex workers who form the majority of residents in towns and townships. So these low income earners have survived in the hostile urban environment, despite stringent and uh, repressive legislative uh, uh, pieces or measures or pieces of law. So they managed to develop survival strategies that enable them to access income to make up for the absence or loss of employment uh, or to supplement inadequate wages from the uh, formal sector. So, here uh urban poverty. We are just uh, uh looking at uh, uh those people who are languishing uh in poverty, uh, uh living in uh in the urban settlement uh due to uh, uh, due to uh, several uh, factors including unemployment or those who are also employment but are lowly paid, they get negro salaries, they get paltry wages, and therefore they cannot not for their families in a standard manner. So their standard of living will be very poor. Some of them uh, live, uh, below, uh, live below live uh, below the poverty term line. So they struggle to make ends meet. They live uh, uh, below. The, some of them probably live a uh, life well below uh, a U, one US dollar per, 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 per day. So this uh, the, uh, in case, in in, in uh, uh, explains why uh, there's uh, high levels of urban poverty in many cities across the country, uh, including Masvingo. Uh, I'll move on to the next slide, which uh, is uh, which shows Zimbabwe's poverty datum line, uh, uh, and the source is from Zimstat 2021. So in many cities, there's a uh, what we, what is what they call food poverty line FPL uh, and total. Uh, consumption poverty line (TCPL). Uh, these statistics are current and uh, and are uh, were done on an individual individual person. So in Blawa, you find out the food poverty line uh, uh, per day uh, is three thousand three hundred thirty dollars uh, per individual, uh, uh, which is which may be equivalent to around uh, 30 US, 33 US dollars. So, you see, uh, with this, uh, many people in Blawayo cannot afford to, uh, to have 33 US dollars to use per day. So this is uh, extremely and atrociously high. So the, uh, with the economic situation whereby uh, many people are unemployed and the informal sector is not raking uh, much, people cannot afford to get 30, 30 US dollars uh to you know, for consumption per day and and and, and the total cpl is ninety-six so if you go down you see Manicaland is about 3,476 national 3,600 national central uh national east 3,117 uh uh national and west 3,106 uh 3,306 for material North. material land, uh, 2,208 Midlands 3,242 machingo 3,441. So in this case Mashingo is the second most expensive city to live in after Mashingo syndrome. They are, uh, Mashingo was way uh, above Varare and, uh, and, and and Blawai which were traditionally the most expensive cities to live uh, over the past few years. So in Mashingo, uh, due to this uh, uh, high figures, many people cannot afford to live a decent life. Hence, they uh, continue to languish uh, in in the murky waters of poverty. They live from end to mouth. I'll move on to the next slide. The problems or challenges of urbanization. So I'll just, I'll be quick because these are just points and uh, they are as uh, clear as clear as a uh, goes uh, behind. So, high rates of unemployment and una- underemployment as the labor markets are unable to absorb the expanding numbers of job seekers. Soaring urban poverty. There's a lot of poverty. Poverty is increasing by day as the economy, co- economy continues to shrink. Insufficient shelter, squatters, and settlements. Uh, this uh, challenge, uh, I will not go much into it because uh, the previous speaker, Mr. Onward Rhonda, uh touched on the, the, pro- the, the challenge of squatters. There are a lot of uh, illegal settlement squatters because people cannot afford to buy stains. To buy a stand, you need to be uh, a a well. You need to have a strong financial mu- muscle. People due to uh, low uh, low wages, even civil servants, public servants, and those working in private sector, they earn less than a uh, two hundred US dollars per per month. Yet, a a uh, four hundred uh, two hundred square meter or four hundred square meter stand. Cost about 5,000. So people in the urban areas can no longer afford to buy to to build their own uh, decent uh, shelters or decent homes. So, m- due to this, there has been a proliferation of uh, squatter settlements at Magam Tree, uh, uh, hence the and criminalization aspect comes into place. So there's inadequate sanitation, we talk of a, a Victoria Range, where people are building houses and and, and, and also digging a uh, toilets. toilets because the city council have not connected them to water and to a reticulation. So sanitation is a basic requirement, but in some areas, uh, because uh, these people are building houses, probably, uh, the, the, it, it's probably uh, through uh, the, the those land barons who are getting land uh, illegally. They are not connected to uh, sanitation and uh, so articulation inadequate or contaminated water supplies. Of late, we have been uh, experiencing this uh, two weeks ago. The water from the city council. Coming in our coming out of our tips with a brownish color in 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 our door because the city council probably is failing to uh, to, 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 to 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 clean the water uh, you know so there's also air pollution coming from industries environmental degradation due to illegal activities around the city uh, 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 illegal mining uh, Mashuruwi uh, it uh, at our hillside, nyanda uh, Hills uh, in Masingo. agriculture, street children, congested street overloaded, uh, uh, among other issues. So, uh, the other, uh, the next slide also looks at uh, the informal sector, which has highly been criminalized in, in the city. Uh, uh, and. Uh, uh, contributing much to, uh, uh, to, to urban poverty the major challenge that is gained popularity in the country's major discussion forums of, of this informal sector is the sector expresses itself in many different forms that is housing commercial sex workers vending motor mechanics transport and urban agriculture urban managers these are the uh, our local authorities they have been subdued to the pressure of the informal sector. So, when you talk about the money, we are talking about our local authorities, as well as the central government. The central government, through various laws, have um, criminalized activities in the informal sector, such as vending people who sell. Uh, their ways in the pavements or in the roads are arrested they play the cat and mouse game with the police and municipal police on a daily basis because they, on a daily basis and they lose their their, their, their ways and, and also and they are arrested and made to pay funds some are even jailed commercial sex workers for example those uh the 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 the, the spots there are areas which are uh, been named That's choose spots by the ghetto youth uh, Kure, uh, for example, Kurengu, there's a street uh, where you find uh, Thai vendors in the evening, but they are always on a late, on a high alert, uh, a way that uh, anytime they can be raided by police. In the city center, before the closure of our uh, 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 our beloved uh, uh, nightclubs, uh, the Reef, which is now called Lagoon and, 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 and Liquids, that street uh, uh, was always busy with uh, Thai Vendors uh, operating, you uh, know, in a bid to make ends meet, so that they can also survive and send their children to school. But those activities, despite that, this uh, uh, group of uh, uh, Im- marginalized uh, groups, are, they are trying to make ends sleep They're trying to survive. They're trying to to put food on the table. They're trying to send um, their children to, to to school. The law doesn't take that into consideration. It actually criminalizes and arrests them. They are bundled into motor vehicles, in police vehicles, and uh, dumped into a uh, filthy uh, jail cells uh and released after paying some fine or they are released in the courts. Uh, so informal transportation, there's also the issue of informal transportation, which has also been criminalized. The government of Zimbabwe has failed to provide adequate formal public transport in response to this informal public system, uh, transport system, uh, there's the emergence made to take advantage of the demand that has not been met by formal public transport. So uh, that, that is according to Mbara out to 2014. Now this also supports the classical model of informal sector, which states that when the formal sector shrinks, the informal sector expands. Uh, Gibson and Kelnan, and therefore. So uh, uh, following the failure by government to provide public sector, uh, uh, individuals uh, in, in, in Masungo have also come up with their own private uh, uh, transport the, uh, and, and they apply the roads that uh, the public sector was supposed to do. So this uh, brought in the emergence of shika or the PPP as we call them here in Masoingo. The PPP have replaced the the, 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 the the public transport uh, that has failed to, uh, to do its uh, job. But in, in, in doing so, uh, they are criminals, they are rendered illegal by the uh, laws of uh, government, transport laws or traffic laws. So they are always on the run, they are always arrested, but they are also trying to fill a gap in the, in, at the same time. They are also trying to make business and fend for their families, uh, but the law does not allow that. Uh, this is a continuation. The informal transport uses small cars and minibuses, which pack willy nilly, willy nilly, blocking other traffic and causing congestion. You know how the PPP, they can stop in the middle of the road at any time. They can just, uh, they can also make u and without even uh, indicating or giving a signal. So. But at the same time, they'll be trying to make ends meet, uh, make money. The informal transport system that is open, the formal bus terminals known as Mishika Shika. I think I've I've already touched on this. Then the most worrying characteristic of the informal transport system is that players usually lack formal documentation and experience. To to, to, reckless driving has also been common, and this has led numerous police blitz and combis to shika because of their activities. They are also. you know, breaking the law and end up uh, being uh, criminalized, but their uh, main objective is not to break the law, but to make ends meet, to fend for their families. Then there are these informal settlements, people who cannot afford decent accommodation are flocking into informal settlements dotted around Maswingo as the government has no resources to build houses for the poor. For example, informal settlements in Masvingo include Mchekecam trees, squatter camp, Reniara waste dumpsite, squatter camp, among others. Um, in two thousand and four, in, in two thousand and five, sorry, the country embarked on Operation Murambatsvina, and uh, uh, illegal settlements in the backyard rooms were destroyed. Masingo was not spared. Uh, it, we also, uh, we also uh, residents also fell victim of the operation, which uh, criminalized uh, uh, some. Uh, 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 so, forms of accommodation that even dwellers were living in in, in So here, uh, a lot of people were left homeless, uh, and that criminalization also violated their right to shelter, is in, enshrined in the, in the Constitution. Of everyone is entitled inshr- is to decent accommodation, but such operations, uh, which were like operations which were politically motivated, uh, could also criminalise and violate people's rights. Uh, to get accommodation. The move was the government initiative to the violation of FNN's house. So denying people uh, the right to accommodation uh, also affect or impact negatively on their right to enjoy a city a life or just city's life or smart city's life as uh, the previous uh, uh, a presenter is just uh, alluded or explained in his presentation. So, there's also this issue of urban agriculture. Urban agriculture is made as one of the most practiced informal activities in Masringo. The majority of urban poor in Masingo continue to learn urban farming for survival as formal sector implemented since collapsed as a result of serious economic challenges being experienced in the country. However, the city council uh, has continued to criminalize agriculture and consider it a trivial activity. So they have banned agriculture where residents uh, defy uh, the city council sometimes. It's uh, seen uh, uh, unleashing its workers to the, uh, to the fields, uh, the residents' fields, to slash the maize plants and, uh, and so on uh, in a bit to destroy them. This also is criminalizing food production of urban dwellers who are. Not formally employed, who cannot bring food to the table. So the only way uh, they get, they don't have the money, they cannot afford to go and buy food in, in supermarkets. So they have to plant their own food. But in the process, the the activities are criminalized, and they are not allowed, and they end up facing the the root of the city council bylaws, and uh, and, and, and 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 they lose their plants and to uh, talk about commercial sex workers. Uh, I think uh, my colleague Shpilwa uh, Gabe, whose organization work, work, works on this, we have uh, a lot of uh, contributions and, uh, and, and questions probably after my presentation. Street-based sex workers are often targeted for arrest under trespass, trespassing, loitering, and fragrance laws. The Thai vendors have created special zones in hidden stable following the closure of local night job joints due to COVID-19 regulations. The zones normally referred to as chill spots by ghetto youths have become better zones for cat and mouse games between the police and the ladies of the night as their activities are criminalized. So in a nutshell, I've explained this already. I will not Continue to 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 explain. This is uh, just. Uh, I think it's clear. Uh, the, the 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 commercial sex workers face challenges of being arrested by the public police for doing their their work. So consequences of criminalization for sex workers. It, this increases socioeconomic economic hardships. Arrests make it difficult for them to find alternative employment increased violence and stigma when they are arrested the the way are arrested is violent and also people when they see them being arrested every day they are stigmatized and uh and and, and, and alienated in, in in society people think that they are doing a very very evil winter uh, they evil activities therefore they do not deserve to any form of respect. So criminalization makes sex workers more dangerous, drives them into more isolated locations, makes it more risk to report violence and abuse from clients. There's also infringements on rights of the sex workers, the criminal records can also, if they are arrested and they are convicted, these criminal records can affect their rights to, to go to, to vote or, or and seek free employment in the future, formal employment. So criminalization makes it hard to, to, to demand their rights, EG protection by police, or, or uh, they are not protected by the police, the, prote- the police actually violates their rights. Then informal workers; these are mainly the motor mechanics and carpentry fields, including the welders. These are working from the backyards of, of their houses because they cannot afford to go into uh, operate from uh, a business spaces that they, which which are which requires uh, rentals and are uh, very expensive business spaces. So they face arrest from police and municipal cops on almost every day. And yet they they are trying to their, their survival depends on their production. At least sure. small scale miners the macrocózas, the machu, machuquizias, machu, é, 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 uh é, 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 they, 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 they are, they, uh, uh, some small scale miners who are operating there, they are digging everywhere. Some have also been uh, doing directives digging even uh, beneath the uh, the, 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 the uh, city council tanks that provides water to the city. So these this may be dangerous, hence they are also facing arrest and, raid, and raids by the police. Uh, in order to stop them, uh, although these are our poor colleagues in in our society who are trying to make ends meet through uh, mining uh, or illegal mining, uh, they are they are always uh, facing the wrath of the law. Hence, their activities are criminalized. Then, how to end criminalization of poverty? I think I'm coming to the end of my presentation, and these are. Uh, uh, possible solutions that could be uh, followed by local authorities and government, or the authorities, to uh, end criminalization of poverty. Government should create formal employment. Yes, we should open up industries, factories. We should. They, they, they should be viable uh, economic policies uh, that create employment. We must utilise. Uh, people must be employed, get formal employment, so that they are not criminalised, so that they don't spend the 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 the, the, the whole day in informal sector uh, playing cat and mouse games with. The police provide. The government should provide working space for informal sectors. If they are trading in the roads and it, it is not allowed, government and, and local authorities should actually offer spaces for informal traders like steamer. Or steamer, there, of course, uh, we have it, but it cannot accommodate everyone. So we need more Chitima. Uh, markets like is a matter of agent investing so that uh, our vendors are not uh, arrested on a daily basis. We also uh, we also need to formalize artisanal now in small scale mining so that the machuru with and macrocosas are. Are now uh, operating legally and freely without a fear of of being arrested or a fear of being raided by the police. They need to be formalized and do the right thing. Government and local authorities should also come up with housing schemes for the low-income earners so that we end uh, the uh, issue of uh, uh, informal, illegal settlements and uh, illegal settlements and squatters in uh, slums. Also, uh, the government should. also come up, lastly, the government should also come up with laws that protect sex workers. This is a sector that has been there, time immemorial, even from uh, even, I think, Pastor Onward, uh, uh, even during the biblical era, the, 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 the commercial sex industry had been thriving even in the Bible. So we need laws that protect them so that they can operate legally. Se- commercial sex workers should be legalized so that they can also do it uh, in other countries is the sex tourism in Europe, sex tourism, you you are not arrested for for practicing sexual uh, sex work, you can actually actually register to the government and pay tax to government and get your earnings and send your schools, your children to school. If you go there, like uh, in, 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 in Brussels, in Belgium, in Germany, Netherlands, even the United States, the, the commercial sex work is legal. The porn industry is vibrant. It's one of the highest paying in the world. They, they, they even pay uh, more than uh, uh, other formal jobs like uh, journalists, uh, teachers. So, so those uh, type of uh, uh, sectors should be legalized so that uh, people do their job freely. With this, um, a little, uh, f- very few ways in my presentation, uh, I thank you. My presentation, uh, uh, my topic of discussion, uh, is uh, criminalization, uh, criminalization of uh, urban poverty. Um, I will not uh, waste uh, time. I'll go straight to my uh, presentation. So I will start by uh, giving a, a brief background uh, with a scholarly citation from Richardson, uh, 1989, who knows that uh, urban areas are places of high efficiency for specialized and essential economic activities and primary contributors to the national economy. So uh, This, uh, in in a nutshell, urban areas are hubs of economic activities uh, and they drive uh, the national fiscals and uh, also uh, the backbone of uh, uh, national economies because in urban areas, they uh, Those are the places where everything, economic, uh, social, and political uh, activities are are centered in. Those are uh, headquarters of every aspect of uh, our activity, be it economic, be it social, or even uh, uh, political level. So these cities are also important global hubs of finance, manufacturing, trade, and administration. They are also uh, locations for services that require high population thresholds and larger markets to operate efficiently. Uh, this is because the cities are centers of innovation, diffusion, of, and facilitate what's called modernization. These are uh, epicenters of modernization and globalization, that is, uh, which means uh, that the increase, that uh, that, that, which means in this sector, there's, uh, there's been, uh, especially in the context of Zimbabwe in Masvingo there's been a drastic increase uh, in the rate of uh, unemployment because of uh booming population uh the pe- uh, people now uh, are migrating from royals to urban areas in a bid to find greener pastures or, or to seek our new opportunities uh so the increase of population e- e- with, is available but uh, the industrial base and a source of uh, formal employment has been diminishing or shrinking over the past few years due to our economic and political situation in the country so this is a total reverse which can only be explained by an economic meltdown and uh, a political uh, the declination of uh, uh in the nation you no know, the political situation caused uh, uh hand in glove with the economic uh, meltdown so the closure of companies has been directly related to the increase of informality uh i'll move on to the next uh, slide uh, this slide uh, uh, uh attempts to uh define what urban poverty is really what what really urban poverty is so uh, this paper focuses on urban poverty, and, um, in simple terms, refers to the urban poor. <clears throat> loosely defined, these are formerly employed and unemployed people uh, who are lowly paid, the domestic workers, the factory workers, women, foreign migrant workers, squatters, and vagrants, and many others in the informal sector of the including vendors and workers, and even uh, commercial sex workers who form the majority of residents in towns and townships. So, these low income earners have survived in the hostile urban environment despite stringent and uh, repressive legislative uh, uh, pieces or measures or, or pieces of law. So, they managed to develop survival strategies that enable them to access income to make up for the absence or loss of employment uh, or to supplement inadequate wages from the uh, formal sector. So here uh urban poverty we are just uh, uh looking at uh, uh those people who are languishing uh in poverty uh, uh living in uh in the urban settlement uh due to uh, uh, due to uh, several uh, f- factors including unemployment or those who are also employed but are lowly paid the get miracle salaries they get paltry wages and therefore they get not for their families in a standard manner. So their standard of living will be very poor. Some of them uh, live, uh, below, uh, live below live uh, below the poverty term line. So they struggle to make ends meet. They live uh, uh, below. The, some of them probably live uh, a life well below uh, a U, one US dollar per, 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 per day. So this uh, the, uh, in case in, 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 uh, uh, explains why uh, there's uh, high levels of urban poverty in many cities across the country, uh, including Masvingo. Uh, I'll move on to the next slide, which, uh, which is uh, which shows Zimbabwe's poverty datum line, uh, uh, and the sources from Zimstat 2021. So in many cities, there's a uh, what we, what is what they call for food poverty line FPL uh, and total. Uh, consumption profit line (TCPL). Uh, these statistics are current and uh, and are uh, were done on an individual individual person. So in Blawa, you find out the food profit line uh, uh, per day uh, is three thousand three hundred thirty dollars uh, per individual, uh, uh, which is which may be equivalent to around uh, 30 US, 33 US dollars. So, you see, uh, with this, uh, many people in Blawayo cannot afford to, uh, to have 33 US dollars to use per day. So, this is uh, extremely and atrociously high. So, the, uh, with the economic situation whereby uh, many people are unemployed and the informal sector is not raking, uh, much, people cannot afford to get 30, 30 US dollars uh to you know for consumption per day and and and, and the total cpl is ninety-six so if you go down you see Manicaland is about 3176 nationally 3600 national central uh east three thousand one hundred seventeen, uh, uh national west 3106 uh 3, for material North, material land. Uh, 2,208 Midlands, 3,242 machingo 3,441. So in this case, Mashingo was the second most expensive city to live in after central syndrome. They are, uh, Mashingo was way uh, above Harare and, uh, and, and and Blawai, which were traditionally the most expensive cities to live uh, over the past few years. So in Mashingo, uh, due to this uh, high uh, figures, many people cannot afford to live a decent life. Hence, they uh, continue to languish uh, in in the murky waters of poverty. They live from end to end. uh I'll move on to the next slide. The problems or challenges of urbanization. So I'll just, I'll be quick because these are just points and uh, they are as uh, clear as clear as uh, uh, the goes behind. So high rates of unemployment and una- underemployment as the labor markets are unable to absorb the expanding numbers of job seekers. Soaring urban poverty. There is a lot of poverty. Poverty is increasing by day as the economy, economy continues to shrink. Insufficient shelter, squatters and settlements. Uh, this uh, challenge uh, I will not throw much into it because uh, the previous speaker, Mr. Onwatuanda, to uh, touched on the, the, pro- the, the challenge of squatters. There are a lot of uh, illegal settlement squatters because people cannot afford to buy stands. To buy a stand, you need to be uh, a a well. You need to have a strong financial mu- muscle. People due to uh, law uh, law, which is even civil servants, public servants, and those working in private sector, they earn less than a uh, two hundred US dollars per, per per month. Yet, a stand a uh, uh, four hundred uh, two hundred square meter or four hundred square meter stand. Cost about five thousand, so people in the urban areas can no longer afford to buy stand to to build their own uh, decent uh, shelters or decent homes. So, m- due to this, there has been a proliferation of uh, squatter settlements at Magam Tree, uh, uh, hence the and criminalization aspect comes into place. So there's inadequate sanitation, we talk of a, a, a Victoria Range, where people are building houses and and, and, and also digging uh, black toilets, because the city council have not connected them to water and to articulation So sanitation is a basic uh, requirement, but in some areas, uh, because uh, these people are building houses, probably uh, the, the, it, probably uh, through uh, the, the those land barons who are getting land uh, illegally. They are not connected to uh, sanitation and uh, sewer In Inadequate or contaminated water supplies. Of late, we have been experiencing this uh, two weeks ago. The water from the city council. Coming in our coming out of our tips with a brownish color in 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 our door because uh, the city council probably is failing to uh, to 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 to, 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 do, to, to clean the water uh, you know so there's also air pollution coming from industries environmental degradation due to illegal activities around the city uh, 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 illegal mining uh, machuruwi uh, it uh, at our new site, Nyanyanda Hills in Masingo. Even agriculture, street children, congested street overloaded, uh, among other issues. So, uh, the other, uh, the next slide also looks at uh, the informal sector, which has highly been criminalized in, in the city. Uh, uh, and. Uh, uh, contributing much to, uh, uh, to, to urban poverty. The major challenge that is has gained in the country's major discussion forums of, of this informal sector is the sector expresses itself in many different forms. That is housing, commercial sex workers, vending, motor mechanics, transport, and urban agriculture. Urban managers, these are the uh, our local authorities. They have been subdued to the pressure of the informal criminal the, the sector. So when we talk about urban money we're talking about our local authorities as well as the central government the central government through various laws have a uh, uh, criminalized activities in the form such, such as vending. People who sell uh, their ways in the pavements or in the roads are arrested. They play the cat and mouse game with the police and municipal police on a daily basis. Because they, on a daily basis and they lose their, 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 their ways and, and also fail and they are arrested and made to pay funds. Some are even jailed. Commercial sex workers, for example, uh, those uh, who know much of uh, the, 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 the choose posts, there the are areas which have uh, been named so, chose by the ghetto youth. Uh, uh, okay. uh, for example, Kureyanku, there is a street mm-hmm. where you find uh, Thai vendors in the evening, but they are always on a late, on high a late, uh, away that uh, anytime they can be raided by police. In the city centre, before the closure of our uh, 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 our beloved uh, uh, nightclubs, uh, the Reeds, which is now called Lagoon and, 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 mm-hmm. and, and, and liquids. That street uh, was always busy with uh Thai vendors uh, operating, you uh, know, in a bid to make ends meet, so that they can also survive and send their children to school. But those activities, despite that, this uh, uh, group of uh, uh Im- marginalized uh, groups, uh, they are trying to make ends meet. They're trying to survive. They're trying to to put food on the table. They're trying to send um, their children to 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 school. The law doesn't take that into consideration. It actually criminalizes and arrests them. They are bundled into motor vehicles, police vehicles, and uh, dumped into a uh, filthy uh, jail cells uh, and released after paying some fine or they are released in the courts. So informal transportation, there's also the issue of informal transportation, which has also been criminalized. The government of Zimbabwe is failed to provide adequate formal public transport in response to this informal public system, uh, transport system, it uh, is the emergence uh, to take advantage of demand that has not been met by formal public transport. So uh, that, that is according to Mbara et al. to uh, 2014. Now, this also supports the classical model of informal sector, which states that when the formal sector shrinks, the informal sector expands, uh, Gibson and Kelly and Neddafor. So, uh, uh, following the failure by government to provide public sector, uh, uh, individuals uh, in, in Masvingo have also come up with their own private uh, uh, transport, that, uh, and, and they apply the rules that uh, the public sector was supposed to. Táar. So this brought in the emergence of Mishika shika or the PPP, as we call them here in Maswingo. The PPP have replaced the the the, 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 the public transport uh, that has failed to uh, to do its uh, job but in, in, in doing so uh, they are criminals both they are rendered illegal by the uh, laws of uh, government transport laws or traffic laws so they are always on the run they're always arrested but they're also trying to fill a gap in, the, in at the same time they're also trying to make business and fend for their families uh, but the law does not allow that uh, this is a continuation. The informal transport uses small cars and minibus which park willy nilly, willy nilly, blocking other traffic and causing congestion. Mara Fifteen, you know how the shika the PPP, they can stop in the middle of the road at any time. They can just, uh, they can also make u and without even uh, indicating or giving a signal. So. But at the same time, they will be trying to make ends meet, uh, make money. The informal transport system that is open, the informal bus terminals known as Mishiga Shika. Uh, I think I've uh, I've already touched on this. Then the most worrying characteristic of the informal transport system is that players usually lack formal documentation and experience. To, to reckless driving has also been common, and this has led numerous police breeds and combis to shika because of their activities. They are also. Uh, 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 you know, breaking the law and end up uh, being uh, criminalized. But their uh, main objective is not to break the law, but to make ends meet, to fend for their families. Then there are these informal settlements, people who cannot afford decent accommodation are flocking into informal settlements dotted around Maswingo as the government has no resources to build houses for the poor. For example, informal settlements in Masvingo include Mchekecam trees, squatter camp, Reniara West, Damside squatter camp, among others um in 2004 in, in 2005 sorry the country embarked on operation rubatsina and uh, uh illegal settlements in the backyard rooms were destroyed masingo was not spared uh, it, we also uh, we also uh, residents also fell victim of the operation which uh, criminalized uh, uh, some uh uh, uh, so, so forms of accommodation that even dwellers were living in in, in Masvingo. So here, uh, a lot of people were left homeless, and, and that criminalization also violated their right to shelter, as enshrined in the in the Constitution. Everyone is entitled is to decent accommodation, but such operations, uh, which were like operations which were politically motivated, uh, could also criminalise and violate people's rights. Uh, to get accommodation. The move was in government initiative because of the violation of a House. So denying people uh, the right to accommodation uh, also affect or impact negatively on their right to enjoy a city a life or just city's life or smart city's life as uh, the previous uh, a, a presenter is just uh, alluded or explained in his presentation. So there's also this issue of urban agriculture. Urban agriculture is made as one of the most practiced informal activities in Maswingo. The majority of urban poor in Masingo continue to rely on urban farming for survival as formal sector employment has since collapsed as a result of serious economic challenges being experienced in the country. However, the city council uh, has continued to criminalize agriculture and to consider it trivial So they have banned agriculture where residents uh, defy uh, the city council sometimes. It's uh, seen uh, uh, unleashing its workers to the, uh, to the fields, uh, the residents' fields, to slash the maize plants and, uh, and so on uh, in a way to destroy them. This also is criminalizing food production of urban dwellers who are not formally employed who cannot bring food to the table so the only way uh, they, get, they don't have the money they cannot afford to go and buy food in, in supermarkets so they have to plant their own food but in the process the their activities are criminalized and they are not allowed and they end up facing the the root of the city council bylaws and uh, and, and, and 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 they lose their plants and to talk about the commercial sex workers, uh, I think uh, my colleague Shpruam uh, Gabe, whose organization work, work, works on this, we have uh, a lot of uh, contributions and, uh, and, and questions probably after my presentation. Street-based sex workers are often targeted for arrest under trespass, trespassing, loitering and fragrance laws. The Thai vendors have created special zones in and servers following the closure of local night job joints due to COVID-19 regulations. The zones, normally referred to as chill spots by ghetto youths, have become better zones of for cat and mouse camps between the police and the ladies of the night as their activities are criminalized. So in an actual, I've explained this already. I will not continue to... To, to, to explain, this is uh, just, uh, I think it's clear. Uh, the, 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 the commercial sex workers face challenges of being arrested by the public police for doing their their work. So, consequences of criminalization for sex workers, it, this increases socioeconomic hardships, arrests make it difficult for them to find alternative employment. Increased violence and stigma. When they are arrested, they, uh, the, the the way they're arrested is violent, and also people when they see them being arrested every day, they are stigmatized and. Uh, and and, and, and alienated in in society. People think that they are doing a very, very evil and uh, they are doing evil activities. Therefore, they do not deserve any form of respect. So criminalization makes sex workers more dangerous, drive them into more isolated locations, makes it more risk to report violence and abuse from clients. There's also infringements on rights of the sex workers, the criminal records can also, if they are arrested and they are convicted, these criminal records can affect their rights to, to go to, to vote or, or and seek free employment in the future, formal employment. So criminalization makes it hard to, to, to demand their rights, EG protection by police, or, or uh, they are not protected by the police, the, prote- the police actually violates their rights. Then informal workers; these are mainly the motor mechanics and carpentry fields, including the welders. These are working from the backyards of, of their houses because they cannot afford to go into uh, operate from uh, a business spaces that they, which which are which requires rent and are uh, very expensive business spaces. So they face arrests from police and municipal cops on almost every day. And yet they they are trying to their their survival depends on their production. At least sure. not small scale miners. The macrocosas, the mashu, mashurugu is the end mashingo. Uh, uh, this, uh, uh, you said, uh, you said, uh, use, uh, they, 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 they are, um, uh, some small scale miners who are operating there, they are digging everywhere. Some have also been uh, doing of digging even beneath the, uh, the, 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 the the city council tanks that provides water to the city. So these this may be dangerous, hence they are also facing arrest and, and raids by the police. Uh, in order to stop them, uh, although these are our poor colleagues in in our society who are trying to make ends meet through uh, mining uh, or illegal mining, uh, they are they are always facing the wrath of the law. Hence, their activities are criminalized. Then, how to end criminalization of poverty? I think I'm coming to the end of my presentation, and these are. Uh, uh, possible solutions that could be uh, followed by local authorities and government or the authorities to uh, end criminalization of poverty. Government should create formal employment. Yes, we should open up industries, factories, we should there should be viable uh, economic policies uh, that create employment. We must utilize uh, people must be employed, get formal employment so that they are not criminalized so that they don't spend the the, the whole day in informal sector uh, playing cat and mouse games with the police provide the government should provide working space for informal sectors if they are trading in the roads and it, it is not allowed. Government and local authorities should actually offer spaces for informal traders like steamer. Well, steamer. there, uh, of course, uh, we have it, but it cannot accommodate everyone, so we need more Chitima. Uh, markets like is a matter of agent in investing so that uh, our vendors are not uh arrested on a daily basis we also uh, we also need to formalize artisanal and small-scale mining so that the mushroom and the macrocosas are they are now uh, operating legally and freely without a fear of, of being arrested or a fear of being raided by the police. They need to be formalized and do the right thing. Government and local authorities should also come up with housing schemes for the low income earners so that we end uh, the uh, issue of uh, uh, informal, settlements, illegal, settlements and, uh, illegal settlements and squatters in uh, slums. Also, uh, the government should come. That also come up. Lastly, the government should also come up with laws that protect sex workers. This is a sector that has been there time immemorial, even from uh, even I think Pastor Onwadao uh, agreed. Uh, even during the biblical era, the 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 the, the commercial sex industry had been thriving, even in the Bible. So we need laws that protect them, so that they can operate legally. Se- commercial sex workers should be legalized, so that they can also do it uh, in other countries the sex tourism in europe sex tourism you you are not arrested for for practicing sexual uh, sex work you you got you can actually you can actually register to the government and pay tax to government and you get your earnings and send your schools the children to school if you go there uh, like uh you know in, in 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 brussels in belgium in german netherlands even the united states the, the commercial sex work is Legal, The porn industry is vibrant it's one of the highest paying in the world. They they even pay more than uh, uh, other formal jobs like uh, journalists, uh, teachers. So so those uh, type of uh, uh, sectors should be legalized so that uh, people do their job freely. With this, um, a little, uh, very few ways in my presentation, uh, I thank you.